Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and happy April Fool's Day everyone. If you're listening to this on a Thursday, of course. Do you guys do pranks on April Fool's Day? I am not at all a prankster, but if you are, I hope that you are having a full day of pranking your friends. I hope it's going great for you. This is such a weird holiday. It's also wild that it is April. Where has the time gone? You know what? This just means that we are one step closer to nice weather, hopefully every single day, a beautiful summer. That's what I'm looking forward to. Okay guys, what's new with me? I have some space updates and it is not necessarily any good updates because I am not going to space this time around. I am so genuinely sad, you guys. I was so looking forward to going on Inspiration4. Not only that, but the commander, Jared Isaacman, sent out an email to everyone, getting people excited, saying that they were going to announce the generosity seat soon, which is the seat that I was going for. And then, a mere three days later, I found out that it was not me going. I'm devastated. I know I said I wasn't going to get my hopes up, but... Yeah, my hopes were up a little bit, but at least it was fun while it lasted. You know, dreaming about going to space, pretending that I was going to be up there wearing the space suit, floating around. Not that I would get to do that, but you know, I had dreams, you guys. And I'm not going to cut them off here. I am going to go to space one day. Mark my words. I just have some qualms about the fact that they gave it to somebody that was already in the aerospace industry. I get it. He's probably very successful. He's 41 years old. He's had a lot of life to make improvements in this world. But you know what? This was a civilian mission. I get it. He's a civilian, but he was in the aerospace community. I am apart from it. I am just a dreamer. Shouldn't they have given me the spot? It's fine. I'm fine. We're all okay. I really feel like they just had a short list and they picked from that. I don't even know that I was really considered, but keep dreaming, kids. I'm going to keep dreaming as well. This dream is not dead. But anyways, moving on from that tragic news. The only other new update that I have is that me and my mom finished watching Gilmore Girls. Seven seasons of Gilmore Girls were finally done. Man, that has been an emotional journey. It's so crazy watching that show now being in my mid-20s. Because when I first watched it, obviously I was very, very young. Me and my sister would watch it all the time when it was on TV. And then I watched it again right before the miniseries was coming out on Netflix following the original seven seasons. And then now I just finished it for the third time watching with my mom. And every single time has been so different. When you're young, you're watching shows purely for entertainment. When you get older, it's still about the entertainment, but it's also about passing the time. And it's also about finding characters and storylines that you relate to. And it's also about finding characters and storylines that are completely different than you, but that opens up a whole new world of perspective and ways of thinking. Basically, what I'm just trying to say is that for me, Gilmore Girls turned into more than just a show, and I understand how cheesy that sounds, but it's true. It was a pastime for me and my mom, sometimes my dad, if he would come in and watch with us. It was a discussion topic about family dynamics. It made me think about my own relationships, whether they'd be similar or different to anything I was seeing on the screen. It's kind of cool to rewatch something and find meaning in it that was once just a show to you, that was always on TV, that you and your sister happened to find entertaining at an age when you're too young to know, or maybe just too young to care about any of the things that they're talking about. Either way, I think that this time watching it was definitely my favorite.
it's just so nice that I was watching it with my mom. It felt like something really special. It was something that we got to do together that we would always look forward to on the weekends or if we had time during the week. It was just a nice thing. So I'm a little sad that it's over, but also I'm excited because now we get to start a different series, something else new and fresh. We're thinking maybe The Crown because I feel like we would both really like that or maybe Desperate Housewives. I've already seen it, but my mom has not seen it and I absolutely love that show. So I'll keep you guys updated on what we watch next. I think we are going to watch the miniseries of Gilmore Girls, the one that came out after the seven seasons. But I have to say, I am not really the biggest fan of that. I don't really like the revival. There was something just kind of weird about it. But who knows? I've only watched it once, so maybe the second time around, I actually will like it more. We shall see. But that's all for what's new, so let's get right into what's hot. Haley Road Bieber started a YouTube channel. Now, this may not seem like big news to a lot of you guys, but I actually find it very interesting. So, so far she has four videos on her channel, a welcome to my channel video, a skincare routine, a who's in my bathroom segment, which I guess is gonna be one of the segments on her YouTube channel. For that episode, she featured Kendall Jenner, so I guess she's gonna have different people in her bathroom. And then she also has a style challenge video with her stylist, Maeve Riley. She's getting closer and closer to a million followers, which I'm sure by the next time she posts a video, she's gonna have it. But what I find really interesting about this whole thing is the medium of which she put these videos on. She's a pretty big star, so I feel like she could have gotten a deal filming videos like this on a different platform. But I think that she picked YouTube. One, it's a very relatable platform. I feel like people get to know who you really are there. And two, Justin Bieber did Seasons, his little docu-series on YouTube. So she's probably a little bit more familiar with the space. I think that with these videos, she's really trying to set herself apart from just being Justin Bieber's wife, which I think is really great for her. I'm sure it's wild to be married to someone that famous and have such a public relationship. She's obviously famous in her own right, like I said, but Justin Bieber's on a completely different level of stardom. So I think that it's awesome that she's doing this and getting to stand out in her own way. Also through these videos, her personality really does shine through. Like I said, that's why I think that this medium is kind of the right one for her or why she probably picked it. So maybe a unique choice, but I think a good one for her. I'm sure that I'll be following along in the content that she continues to post. So far, I really like it all. So I'm excited to see what she does next. Next up on what's hot, a little bit of fashion business news. According to Vogue Business, ThreadUp is now public and wants to solve resale tech for fashion brands. As secondhand clothes become a bigger priority, resale platform ThreadUp has an opportunity to achieve scale and make its technology investments pay off. I love the idea of ThreadUp. I think that a lot of companies are starting to do this resale market and they're just trying to see how they can do it at scale. The article goes on to say, ThreadUp has been building out resale as a service since 2018, which will ultimately enable brands to provide their own resale options to customers, but which began as a way for brands to acquire new customers. It works in multiple ways. It started with the ability for customers selling to ThreadUp to receive a brand credit with a markup included instead of receiving cash. For example, someone selling $100 worth of goods to ThreadUp might instead choose to receive $115 in credit to Gap. ThreadUp has at least 21 retail and brand partners, including Gap, Madewell, Reformation, and Walmart. 
ThreadUp aims to build out these type of relationships so that brands on their own website can offer pre-owned merchandise with the technology and fulfillment provided by ThreadUp on the back end. It's really interesting to read about stories like this of resale companies really expanding and doing new things because obviously sustainability is the future of fashion. I think basically everyone is starting to realize that and that's why these companies are thriving so much. So to position yourself as a resale brand with tech solutions, I think it's really smart. They also do a lot of influencer marketing, which I think is perfect for a brand like them. Obviously, I have no idea how that marketing tactic works for them, but I would imagine that it works pretty well because sustainable fashion is kind of building at the same time as the influencer spaces. And you have a lot of influencers really caring about the sustainability mission, which I think is great. So they're expanding their company even more, trying to find new ways to be profitable. This story is pretty in-depth, but if you guys want to know more about it, just go to VogueBusiness.com, look up ThreadUp, you'll find the story, you'll find all the details about ThreadUp going public, the actual dollar amount that ThreadUp is spending on technology right now. It's very in-depth, so look into it if you're at all interested in business fashion news. That's all for what's hot this week. Let's get into what's good. I have some nostalgic items in this list today. I'm not really sure why, but they're just things that I have bought recently that I've been eating, that I've been watching, that just brings back some nostalgic feelings. The first one I'm going to start with is super random, but it's not if you're like me and you've been watching seven seasons of Gilmore Girls. This item is a food item, and it is Pop-Tarts. They're always eating Pop-Tarts on this show, okay, you guys? And for the final episode, me and my mom got Pop-Tarts to eat. And I have to say, if you have not had a Pop-Tart in a while, treat yourself. They are just as good as you remember them. My personal favorite is obviously brown sugar cinnamon because they are undoubtedly the best. But I also think that the strawberry ones are pretty good too, so I really don't think you can go wrong just get yourself some Pop-Tarts. Thank me later. Next up is a fashion find that is nostalgic for me again because the only time that I ever bought this was probably when I was 10 years old. And that item is Crocs. Hear me out. I know that there are a lot of lovers and haters of Crocs. People have very strong opinions for some reason on this issue. But Crocs are coming back, you guys. I remember I told you on this podcast that Justin Bieber had a collection with them. They're doing bigger influencer partnerships. One of Emma Chamberlain's videos was recently sponsored by them. They're really unique in style. They're kind of ugly, which makes them cool slightly. And they're also incredibly comfortable and durable. The ones that I got are the Crocs Classic Bay Clog in Lime Zest. I'm obsessed. They're platform Crocs. They're so comfortable. I just find them so cute in the weirdest way. I know that they're ugly, like I know, but I still find them cute. I think that they're going to look super cool with a lot of summer outfits that I have coming up. So if you want to see what those look like, go check on the Instagram because they're undoubtedly going to be there at Typically Peachy. Speaking of the Instagram, let's get right into the next good product because this is something that I've been using to take the Instagram pictures. This is a tripod slash iPhone camera clicker. I got the Fujitech 51-inch professional selfie stick and tripod, which comes with a phone camera clicker. 
this makes it incredibly easy to take your own pictures all right if you just set this up somewhere in your room a very easy backdrop you can take all of your pictures they can look professional you can do a lot of stylish ones in different ways if you just want to up your own instagram game if you just want to take pictures of your outfits or you doing cool things whatever it is this is so useful and in particular, the iPhone camera clicker that comes with it is so nice because you can just hold it in your hand, kind of hide it so that you're not going to see it in the picture and just click, 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 keep taking as many pictures as you want because we all know that it's not a one and done situation. You have to get a lot of different things, a lot of different angles, try things out to make sure you get the perfect picture. So this is going to help you do exactly that. The tripod you can also adjust so that's super easy. It's just a really nice thing overall and it's incredibly affordable. I got it on Amazon for under $20. So check that out if you want to take premium pictures of yourself. Next up, this may seem like a little bit of an antiquated thing, but I am really liking American Idol right now. Me and my boyfriend watch this show. We love it. Well, he tolerates it. I love it. But it's funny because I used to watch this show when I was so much younger and then I kind of fell off of it. It wasn't interesting to me anymore. And then I feel like singing competition shows kind of got big again. I know American Idol was done for a while and then they revived it. And now the judges are Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and Luke Bryant. I love the show. I think that the young talent is super inspiring to watch. The judges are pretty fun to watch too. Sometimes they do completely ridiculous things that are way too over the top, but also that makes it fun to make fun of. So if you're looking for something to do, maybe watch American Idol. I watch it on Hulu. I think it's on regular TV on Sundays. I think. I'm not 100% sure about that, but yeah, it's on Hulu. So check it out there. Some more good TV content for you guys. The show Ted Lasso. This show is about a small-time football coach, Ted Lasso, who is hired to coach a professional soccer team in England despite having no experience coaching soccer. This show is so funny. I just started watching it. There's only one season so far. It's on Apple+. Plus. It's with Jason Sudeikis. He actually won a Golden Globe for Best Actor for this show. You don't need to be a sports fan. You can be a sports fan. You really just have to like comedy, like good writing, and like good acting and this show will be for you. Check it out. I really love it. I'm not done with it yet, but I'm sure that I'm going to love the rest of it. Last for the good watchable content is a movie. It's super cute, family-friendly, or you could just watch it as a nice, cute pick-me-up movie. It's called Yes Day on Netflix. The premise is parents always feeling like they have to say no to their kids. Allison and Carlos decide to give their three kids a yes day, during which the kids have 24 hours to make the rules. I just think it was so lighthearted and adorable. It's just a cute movie about family and different relationships in families. So if you need a movie like that, there you go. It's with Jennifer Gardner and Edgar Ramirez, Yes Day on Netflix. And then rounding out what's good with our songs, Post Malone by Sam Felt featuring Ronnie and Keep It Simple by Matoma and Petty Martin featuring The Wilder Woods. All right, guys, that's it for what's good. Let's get into need to know basis. The topic this week is getting rid of the what ifs in your life. I had the thought for this advice topic because I was talking to my sister about some career related changes and opportunities for her. And it made me think a lot about the fact that so many people put a lot of pressure on decisions because they're afraid to make the wrong one. 
Now, that's completely understandable. There is a lot of opportunity that happens when you choose the door on the left rather than the one on the right or vice versa. But I think that the problem with that fear is that we tend to get so wrapped up in the what ifs. What if I hate the job I take? What if I made the wrong decision? What if I moved to the wrong place? What if I turned down this opportunity? What if I chose the door on the right? I think the what ifs, one, hold us back from fully experiencing the situation in front of us without any hint of regret, and two, waste our time thinking about possibilities that in reality we have absolutely no knowledge about. You don't know if the other job will be better or worse. You don't know if this opportunity will open more doors or close others. We just don't know. We don't know any of it. And that's okay. That's okay because these decisions in our life are not definite. Let me say that again for the people in the back. These decisions in our life are not definite. This is something that I struggle with a lot. Remembering that just because I decide something today does not mean I can't change my mind tomorrow. Just like we don't know what's through the right door, we have no idea what's in the future of the doors that we do choose. Once we're finally able to make decisions, the what-ifs aren't what we should be focusing on. We should be focusing on what you do right now that's going to set you up for the next day and the next day and the next Our lives are filled with an insane amount of decisions, like insane, hundreds, thousands, millions, which means there are hundreds, thousands, millions of ways that it could turn out. But it only turns out one way, just one path with a bunch of different twists and turns and ups and downs. And if you're lucky, throughout the process, you'll have many moments of it all feeling like it's going right. And there will undoubtedly be times when you feel like it's going so wrong, And in those times, we really need to try to push the what-ifs away and make our next move today. I hope that if you needed to hear that, that helps you. Get rid of the what-ifs. Get rid of them. Delete them out of your brain. That's all I have for you guys this week. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Happy April. Happy April Fool's Day, all of you pranksters. Don't go too hard on those pranks. There are a lot of gullible people out there. Eat your fruits, eat your vegetables, eat your Pop-Tarts, wear your Crocs, and don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.